For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Good day, lovely people of God. Thank you so much for listening to the Edifying Queens podcast. We've been cooking up a special something for you all, and we're going to be touching on some heavy topics. With that being said, we must make our purpose known. We seek only to educate and edify the body of Jesus Christ. Our aim is never to weaponize the word of God against the believer, only against Satan and his lies. We ask humbly that you hear our hearts as we share what God has given us to share with you. For joining us again on the Edifying Queens. We really appreciate you listening to us week after week um, in our mini series, Renewing Your Mind, Where Does Your Loyalty Lie? We have everyone here again. We have last but not least and the professor. Hey. Hey. We have Purified and Seven. Hey, hey. What's good, world? We have Jay Nice and Soul Jam. Welcome, everybody. Howdy. And myself, Divine and Double D. Yo. So right now, we're talking about um, a pretty heavy topic. It's going to be um, the topic of abortion. And before we get started, um, I'd like to lead us in prayer. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much for every soul that you have led to this podcast at this moment in time. God, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. And we thank you for allowing us to be able to share your word and to share understanding about your word. Lord, we thank you for every mind and every young woman and man that that seeks to know you more and to know you better, God. We ask that we can be of assistance in helping interpret your word. Lord, just use us all. We are willing and open vessels, God. We ask that you continue to bless and keep each and every listener, each and every heart and soul that has given their life to you lord through this podcast or even just recently in church and have a church home lord we thank you for their ability and their love and loyalty to you god and we just ask for your grace and for you to just use us um during this episode lord and we just thank you in jesus name we pray amen 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 so we'll get started um because this is a pretty heavy topic, we want to uh, make sure that everyone understands that is listening that we are not, um, we, we want this to come off the correct way. We want to approach this the correct way. So we've taken our time with this. We've been discussing this since December, praying about it since December. And we've really just laid out all of the facts and um, kind of just tried to bring it down to a level that is love. Because a lot of the times when things like this are discussed in the church, they're not necessarily brought with love. And that turns people away. We don't want to be one of those. We don't want to we don't want to be that. So 
right now I'm going to give some terms, some definitions, some terms, um, starting with pregnant, according to the dictionary, having a child or other offspring developing in the body with child or young as a woman or female mammal. And um, the other term I want to define is abortion, the removal of an embryo or fetus from the uterus in order to end a pregnancy. And then the definition of fetus, an unborn offspring of a mammal in particular, an unborn human baby more than eight weeks after conception. So everyone has some input. Everyone has some things to say. Um, Jay Nice, would you like to start us out with your views? I know you had a lot to say about tonight's topic. <laughs> well, yes, I would. First and foremost, I would like to say, as you said, Divine, we are not here to condemn people. We just want to spread light on the topic and, you know, share our views with those who may be listening. Um, If you have ever had an abortion, if you have not ever had an abortion, you can still use the information here because we will be sharing um, encouraging words and scriptures from the Bible that can just um, shed only not only light but just you can get salvation from it as well um as i know as you all know abortion is a very controversial topic and as divine is very passionate about this no it is not a controversial topic when it comes to god because we all know that god is love and therefore he would have us to love so as she just read those definitions, I it, it it just brought not just clarity. I mean, I was already clear about it, but it just like helped me to see things a little differently. But um, I would just like to say that I know friends and family members who have had the procedure done to get rid of a their baby and it was it stemmed from two reasons they would always say either they are fearful of what's to come because they are unwed and the 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 person whom they are with their partner the child's father sperm donor whatever they want to call it he is not a good fit so they're fearful and they aren't ready quote unquote right so i the way I will we didn't because we didn't understand the importance of what saving yourself meant I was always told growing up just don't have sex just don't do it but they never really explain why not to have sex which it can lead to so many other things other than pregnancy you know it's so many diseases and just other things that deal with it, emotional turmoil, soul ties, you know, it's just a lot of stuff that comes with having sex before marriage. When, um, I don't know, like, okay, so one thing that came to mind was like married people, just, just, just when it comes to abortion, 
most married people, they never have an abortion when they get pregnant because they're either trying to get pregnant or it just happened and they go with God's will for their lives. So I feel like even if you are not married and you get pregnant, a baby is a blessing from God, whether you like it or not. Like, um, we all have choices. Jesus, I believe Jesus gave us a choice to either choose life or choose death, right? So choosing life would mean letting the child live, even if you don't feel like you are capable of being a parent. But my thing is, if you don't feel like you're capable of being a parent, then don't put yourself in certain positions or predicaments where that could happen. But I know it's easier said than done because, you know, I done did some things without thinking about the consequences. But my thing is, now that I know better, I have to make better choices, you know, moving forward. So I just want to let you know that we love you and that we are praying for you. If you ever need prayer, you know, you can hit us up and we can pray for you about it, you know, but if you have done it and I might be going a little bit ahead, but I just want to say, repent, just ask God for forgiveness. So that brings me to my scripture. Um, First John one and nine, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That don't say some unrighteousness. It says all unrighteousness. Amen. So being that whatever bad decisions we make, no, no sin is worse than the other. Yes, it might be a little bit heavier to carry that burden. Yes. But if I lie, that's still a sin. If I cheat, that's still a sin. If I kill somebody, that's still a sin. You know, so no sin is worse than the other, which brings me to my next um scripture and then I'll let Soul Jam speak or whomever else would like to go but I am coming from Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 which says for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is from it is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast so amen amen that really stood out to me amen and those are really good scriptures to um they give us comfort because what the enemy would love uh well what he loves to do and what he does is he manipulates people into believing that they don't have options Mm -hmm. and that they're too dirty for this they're too dirty for that they're Mm -hmm. not fit they don't have enough resources and when we rely on god in those areas we are able to see that um that he has purpose yes. for all of us. And my scripture, Jeremiah 1, 5, um, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And that alone just lets us know that God has purpose for every life that has ever been formed in every single womb, ever, ever. Mm. He already has the blueprint of who this person is and that person already means the world to him even if we don't understand why this happened or what has happened or why me lord god always has purpose in everything and everything is still working for our good because romans 8 28 says that all things yes all things work together 
for the good ghosts of the Lord. Yep. All of them. Yes. So that that um, I just have one thing to say. I'm sorry, Divine. So when you said uh when they have that that why me God attitude, instead of having that or saying why me God, say why not me God? Why not me? You know, you have to switch it around. What am I to learn from this God? You have to posture yourself in a way to receive what God is trying to give to you and tell to you, you know? So think positive. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Cool, yeah. So uh I have it I'm, I'm gonna be the first the first guy to speak about this and you know it brings a a, a different light to it. I have three different points that I wanna make. First point being, as a as a man, the man is has the same amount of choice, the same amount of responsibility as the woman does for the child. So one thing my wife said was that some of the people that she knew, one of the reasons was the person that they're intimate with wasn't a good fit to be a father. So, and the, the question came to mind, well, if he's not a good fit, why would you let him fit in you? Ooh. So, that's good. it's just, it, you, yes, you, we can, we do have a, a good opportunity. Sometimes it's always not the case, but we do have an opportunity to pick our spouse or be in tune with who the Lord has for us. And when we're, when we're right ourselves and looking for who God has for us and not just casting our pearls to swine. So... And then that kind of brings it to one of my, my first scripture. So in, in these scriptures, I'm going to be saying the scripture, you know, verbatim. And then after that, I'm going to give a little, I'm going to call it some reversals. So think about it or look at it from the opposite direction. So my first scripture is uh, Mark chapter 9, the reading verses 36 and 37, the New King James Version. It says, then he, this is speaking about Jesus, then he took a little child and set him in the midst of them or in the disciples and when he had taken him, the little child, in his arms, Jesus said to them, whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. So again, the, the word there is whoever receives one of these little children. So, and again, you don't go buy a child. A child is given to you, so therefore you receive a wow. child. So okay. I'm... A, We'll throw it over to the opposite of that if you in the opposite of receiving a child in this form of abortion would be rejecting a child right mm. so and i go back it says whoever rejects one of these little children in my name rejects me and whoever rejects me rejects not me but rejects the father who sent me right. so therefore wow. you're not re- rejecting the child you're rejecting uh jesus and the gift that he's giving you which therefore you're rejecting the gift that was given unto you, which is Jesus from the Father. Mm. So, and then my second scripture is from 1 John 4, uh, 8 through 10. Also, again, I'm going to give a parallel also. It says, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love not that we love god but that he loved us and sent his son to die and be the preparation for our sins so and again god sent his son into the world god sent his son to die for us for every person at the time that was living for every person living to come god sent his son to die so if god sent his son to die for us 
why are you sentencing your child to die? What's the reason that you're sentencing your child to die? Mm. Are you sentencing that child to die for yourself? For what reason are you sentencing? That would uh, is in this situation. What are you sent? Why are you sentencing your child to death? Mm. I would also like to um, add to that because, first of all, that was extremely profound the way that you put that. That was beautiful. Um, putting and, and I don't think I don't think everyone is in the position to understand how much God has given for us by giving Jesus in the first place. So I think even to be able to answer that question, you have to understand the capacity at which the Lord loves you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that, that is, that is what the enemy uses. He, he uses the, the, um, the, the mind, the spiritually young. Um, my pastor says that Satan is a spiritual pedophile. He uses people that are not fully mature and grown in the, you know, faith and things like that. Mm -hmm. And he puts people in places to make them feel like their unsound or ungodly choices are sound choices. Like there's doctors that are in positions and they'll tell young girls that that this is just tissue, that it's just, um, you know, it's not, it's not real yet or, you know, but like, but our Bible has already said to us mm -hmm. before that, quote unquote tissue made it to your womb mm -hmm. that they were predestined. Right. Seven and Purified, do you have anything to add to? Um, just everything that has been said, definitely uh, agree with all of those things. And, you know, we know for a fact um, just that like everybody said, I mean, it's, it's, it's wrong. You know, it's, it's not something that is um, pleasing to God when, you know, we choose to um, abort our babies, but we do want to highlight and Jay Nice kind of alluded to this, that, you know, we do serve a God who is forgiving. And so if choosing to have an abortion is something that um, you have done in your past, we do want you to know that there is forgiveness in Jesus yes. Christ, that the guilt that you feel that, you know, the enemy may continuously harass you with, uh, make you feel like you're less than, uh, make you feel like you don't deserve to have your own children because of what you did in your past. You know, all the conniving stuff that he tells us, the lies. Uh, we want you to know that we serve a God that absolutely can and will yes. forgive you. If you repent of your sins, if you tell him, come to him and say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I want to do better. I want to be better. And he will absolutely um, not only forgive you, but purify you and chisel you and mold yes. you into the woman um, that you were destined to be despite your mistake. And so the Bible confirms that in Psalms 51, one through seven, and I'm coming from the easy to read version. And it says, 
God, be merciful to me because of your faithful love. And just a 30 second timeout. This is a prayer that you can pray to God. Just straight up Psalms 51, one through seven. God, be merciful to me because of your faithful love. Because of your great compassion, erase all the wrongs I have done. Scrub away my guilt. Wash me clean from my sin. I know I have done wrong. I remember that sin all the time. I did what you said is wrong. You are the one I have sinned against. I say this so that people will know that I am wrong and you are right. What you decided is fair. I was born to do wrong a sinner before I left my mother's womb. You want me to be completely loyal. So put true wisdom deep inside of me. Remove my sin and make me pure. Wash me until I am whiter than snow. And I know that you have heard or if you haven't heard that if it's in God's word and you speak the word, the word works if you work the word. And if God says this in his word that he can remove your sin, wash you until you are whiter than snow, remove the guilt, remove the stain, then you can trust him to do just that. So we just want to reiterate the fact that, you know, even if you're listening, you have made, um, you know, the mistake in aborting a child, that there is forgiveness for you and not just forgiveness, but the promise of salvation, spending eternity with Jesus, if you would give your life over to him. And that is the best comfort ever. Amen. Yeah. This is a I think Soul Jam hit it hit it on the head. Uh, this is an interesting topic from a male's perspective. Um, just because of the role that the male plays in it. Uh, like Jane I said, like, you know, the woman decided that 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 the man that she conceived with was not up to Paul, that he wasn't you know, a, call, a qualified enough to help to raise a child, and so I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to talk to the men. Like, we got to do a better job. Amen. I mean, we got to do a better job. I mean, we we have to stop to stop practicing and start start doing this thing for real. Right, we gotta stop just laying with women because that's the fun thing to do for, for entertainment purposes. Because the sex is good, and God made everything on this earth, including sex, and He made it for the purpose of of, of creation. So that's that's what we're supposed to be doing. But if we use it out of out of its intended purposes, just like anything else, if you try to if you try to to use a hammer to to, I don't know, to cook, to, to flip a hamburger, right? It's not going to work right. right. Can you hammer flip a Yes, you could. But it's not going to work in its intended purpose. It's not going to work the way it's supposed to. So, I I mean, it's our sin, men. It's our sin that puts the woman in this position to make a choice between life mm-hmm. and death. Because we choose that we won't be there, that we're not going to do what we're mm-hmm. supposed to do. And I think that that's that's the that's the that's the biggest thing, man. Is that for men, we we have to do a better job of that. We have to make sure that 
that we're presenting ourselves as 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 a as a quality man in, in doing what we're supposed to do as men, taking care of our seed. That's our responsibility. We are the head. It is our job and our responsibility to take care of our seed. And that includes our our, our spouses um, and on down. So, and I know, it, it, I think Jay Knight said this too, like people, we, I mean, we all were, you know what I'm saying? We all have lives. I, what's, one of my old pastors used to say, you see the glory, but not the story. You know what I mean? And in reality, man, like we all came from right. something. We all didn't just wake up one day and arrive here, like where we are. And I know if you're listening right now, you go, man, they got it together. Uh, like we all came through the dirt, the grime, the mud. We got scars and bruises and 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 signs of wear on our lives. So just don't 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 listen to this and think that we're coming like like uh, um like my wife just said. Like don't don't think we're coming from a place of judgment because that's not what this is. It's not judgment because we've all been there. We've all made that mistake. We've all crossed our fingers and hope we didn't have to get an right. abortion, right? Or hope we didn't have to tell her to get an abortion, right? So we've all been there. We've all done that. So the thing is, it's just that remember again that God right. loves you. That I think that's the ultimate thing. Um, that God knew you from the beginning of time. Like He He already knew you were going to be in this place. He knows your 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 the numbers of hairs on your head. He knows your future. Um, he knows what you what you've already what you're already going to do. So it's a part of his plan, and we have to understand that if you find yourself in a position talking to the ladies now, if you find yourself in a position, the ladies and the men, if you find yourself in a position where you you are considering abortion or, or you feel like that there's you need to abort this child, just remember that God is ultimately yes. in control. Yeah. That even even all I, I think um, I can't remember who said it, somebody just said it, but all things work together for the good of those right. who love Him. Like all things, that includes your your mistakes. It's actually in our mistakes that God uses us yeah. the most. If you look throughout the Bible, God never used the best mm-hmm. person. He never used the 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 only person you see in the Bible that God used that was perfect was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the only word that he used that was perfect. I mean, you got uh, Paul, who was a murderer, and he used him to preach the gospel. So all I'm trying to say is that God loves you and that he wants to share his love with you. And he wants you to, sometimes we go through stuff, not for for our benefit, but for the kingdom yeah. benefit. Because that's going to be somebody's, somebody's testimony later. That's going to be your testimony mm-hmm. later, right? You can't have a testimony without a right. test. Mm-hmm. So you got to go through something. But my scripture is of Hebrews 8 and 12. And it says, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sin and their la- their lawlessness deeds. I will remember no more. He's saying that I won't even remember your, your deed. He said lawlessness. And I love that because we were all lawless <laughs> at one point. Just didn't follow anything. So just. If, if you're out there and you're hearing this, just keep your head up, right? If you're considering it, keep your keep your head up, keep your mind focused on Christ, and just know that God's in control, and that this this test will become a testimony. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, okay. If the man is not not he's not what you thought he was, he's not going to be there. God's still in control. Like it don't change. Like he's still in control, and this test will be a part of your testimony. Amen. I have, um, I really like to piggyback off of that Genesis chapter 29 and three. I read this in my devotional this week and 
um, it says, when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So we know that in this story that Jacob loved him some Rachel and he wasn't really feeling Leah, you know? And um, it just made me think about how concerned he was for Leah. Because that could have went a whole... It, what if Leah had options, you know? She's pregnant by this man that doesn't love her. Like, he doesn't love her. Like, he he prefers her sister. She's in a really messed up situation. But when the Lord saw that she was unloved, he opened her womb. So he saw that she was alone in a relationship that wasn't working out in her favor. So he blessed her with a child. And when we decide, you know, that that there that we're that God is not in control pretty much, that um we're gonna be the judges, judges of our life, basically telling God that we know better than him, and he's the creator of the universe. And we know what's best for our lives. And God is probably saying, if you're pregnant, he's saying to you, I I got something better for you. Mm-hmm. I have something better for you. Right. If you let me give it to you, I have something better for you. And that's where Satan comes in. And he tells you all the things that, you know, you can't do or you wouldn't be able to do if you had this baby and blah, blah, blah. And I, I can't even count the testimonies I've heard, seen, and been a part of where people have talked about how they were thinking about abortion and they had their child and now they're like I don't know what I would have done if I would have never given birth to this little miracle or whatever have you and then the residue as Purify was talking about how the enemy uses after he's tricked you into killing off God's blessing how he lingers and tries to rub your face in that because mm-hmm. there, I have friends they've had um, they've had abortions and they know my stance and they call me and they still talk to me about it because I love them and it still hurts them they're still they still count that birthday mm-hmm. they're still you know my baby would have been four years old like my baby would have been five years old like that still hurts yeah. I still tell them happy mother's day Mm. because that still hurts you know like and you don't you don't realize that you you'll be you think you're getting rid of something and you've opened up something else Mm -hmm. that you had no idea and satan knows what you've opened up but you think he's gonna he think he thinks he doesn't care about that he doesn't care about what what his mess leaves behind you know what i'm saying so like that really just that was beautiful that was beautiful talking about how 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 God is already there and even if you know even if that man is not gonna get it together guess 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 who's daddy who's who's got a daddy that will get it together you do mm-hmm. so it's uh yes. D. Uh, I don't have much to say on this topic because you know it's it's a sensitive subject but imagine if that quote unquote mistake was wasn't really a mistake mm. so you know how you know Mary gave birth to Jesus. What if Jesus got aborted? Then what would happen? Where would we'll we all be, be lost. <laughs> we probably wouldn't. We probably wouldn't even be here right now. Well, what if Joseph would have left her and said, "You know what? You cheated on me. You 
you you how you get like she so was a virgin. angel came up here really? right right yeah. really <laughs> so think about that mistake as a blessing what well, quote-unquote mistake you never know what's going to happen in the future for the child that child didn't ask to be conceived that child didn't ask to be born in this world but it happened uh, and then another thing oh uh, yeah and then another thing somebody like to to, to the point the awesome point that you just made somebody be like oh well abortion wasn't around back then this this had nothing to do with that this was this is not that this is a new thing but think back to exodus and uh when moses when the children of israel first got to egypt you know where pharaoh said made a decree to kill every newborn male child right. you know so abortion was going on way back then and actually i read a uh, a commentator that back in the time of jesus during the uh the fig plants that they had there was a certain part of the fig a certain fig that grew that the juice from the fig and a certain strain of it could be harvested as a form of um uh something to stop conception so if they would drink that or put that i don't know what they would do with it but it could stop conception conception and that's one conversation that's why jesus looked at the fig tree and cursed it mm. Mm. so you go ahead, Jenna. Oh. Sorry. So, uh, I just want to support and back up Seven's uh, scripture. I believe it was his. Um, but mine is from Psalm 103, uh, 11, I mean, 12 through 13. It says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as the father loves his children, so the Lord loves those who fear and worship him with all feel respect and deep in the deepest reverence. Mm. So that just goes back to the not being condemned about decisions that you have or have not made or, you know, just give it to God, like give it to God, because as divine said, you know, people still deal with that. Like, if you have done it, I know that you still deal with it. You still think about what if, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's okay. We can't change the past, but we can work toward the future and work on being better than we were yesterday. So, don't let the past determine your future. Amen. Amen, amen. So this is last but not least. Um, I really agree with everything that you guys shared. And I do really like the point that um, Seven also made, which is, you know, no matter, they talk about the guys, but I want to focus on the ladies also. So for the ladies, if you ever find yourself in that situation where you want to abort your baby, I just I want to share something from First Corinthians chapter six. Um, it goes from nineteen to twenty. It says, "Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with high price." So you must honor God with your body. 
So again, like if you ever find yourself in that situation, um, I really like how um, Pastor John Jenkins uh, was describing it. Like, because one of the questions that came up was, how do you comfort someone who is raped or, you know, is considering abortion? And the way he explained it, it just really make it like clear and it was like a really good example. So his example was that we as human being, we have a trio being, which is the outer outer self circle, which is our, you know, the, our body. And then the inner circle, which is our soul. And then the inner inner circle, which is our spirit. So for the ladies, if you ever find, if you are ever in circumstances where you are thinking about it, I want you to remember that, you know, no matter how violated you feel, it's not, it's not too late to think about, about doing the right thing. It is up, it, it is up to you to to determine whether like whether whatever that person did to they can violate your outer part but it's up to you to decide whether or not you let that violation spill into your soul and into your spirit right Uh, exactly that's good make sure that just because your outer you know outer self is being violated don't don't allow that person's behavior to influence you know your souls and spirit don't allow that person's um bad behavior toward you to destroy your um you know your soul and your spirit you can you know you can put a stop to it and um this is um the professor um I'd like to uh, just share my thoughts on on the matter. Um, First, I'd like to to start off, you know, if if you are in the situation or have been in the situation, our hearts go out to you. Um, This is one of the reasons why we're introducing this topic on this podcast to let you know this is a safe place, that we do care and we do love you. And we just want to give you you know what the word says um and and not you know not to extinguish your feelings or undermine or undermine how you feel um when you went through it or what you're going through you know we just want you you all to know each and every one of the listeners being if you're a male or female that you know this is this is a, a a safe group that that really cares about you and we're we're just here to give you the knowledge of the word we're here as you know the title edifying queens you know we're just here to, to help edify you so um my thought on the matter um it's all of this is in efforts to follow the word you know everything we're speaking on all these scriptures we're trying to do this by the word. We're trying to live right. We're trying to walk right, right? Because we know that this is only temporary. This, this, this here life, this world is only temporary. 
and that's that's how um, we approach things. So um, that's that was my first matter. My second thought is I love um, how um, seven hus- seven husband brought uh, the men. Um, yeah, seven, seven's husband. Uh, he brought the men into it. It's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, the men were brought into it. And um, I think that was so profound because uh, rarely do men get a chance to address this matter because we always get hit with, um, <laughs> we always get hit with, well, it's, it's my body it's, or it's my choice or, you know, or something along those lines. So the men typically get cut out of the conversation before we can even offer our uh, two cents on it. And in some cases, it, it, it may it may be due to our messing up. So uh, that's that's worth being noted. And in other cases, it you know, the men might not have so much to do with it, you know. But I, I, I like the fact that um, the men were addressed um, because if, if I, I do believe we both share equal responsibilities in raising children um, mm-hmm. should it get to that point. So um, I think equal responsibilities weren't, equal, you know, choice, you know, um, and addressing the situation, like if if a female is is raped, um, all all I can offer is words of encouragement. Um, you, you you've got to be able to get to a good place. You got to be able to find your joy. You got to be able to open your Bible, and 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 read and get into God's goodness and and take your mind off of it. If you can, I know it's much easier said than done, but um, you you you've got to got to get to it that way and yes and no matter how deep you are in yeah just remember that you know god brings good out of the best circumstances no matter how bad it is it's gonna bring like a good like later on in the future it's actually gonna be for your own what you thought was a curse he'll change it to, to make it a blessing for you what the devil meant for bad the gotta make it so what 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 is it what's the saying i'm sorry i don't want to butcher it what the devil meant for bad god turns it yeah. around for you yeah good. exactly um so and yeah. I, I i just want to share uh, one of my scriptures when i was just looking through trying to find words to say um it, I, I was also listening to uh, what, what did you say his name was Pastor uh, John Jenkins Pastor John Jenkins he came from a, um, a scripture in Deuteron- Deuteronomy uh, Deuter- Deuteronomy uh, 27 and um, 25 uh, and I'm going to start at verse 24 but it, it, it just kind of opened my eyes but uh, verse 24 and reading from the uh, NIV verse that curse is anyone who kills their neighbor secretly then all the people shall say amen verse 25 says cursed is anyone who accepts bribes to kill an innocent person and um, it, it just stops to make me it, it, and, and, and made me think 
when a person does that, they become judge and jury. You know, and I, I don't think that's what God has placed us on this earth to be. You know, how who, who are we to to make that decision for that that young life that they still have a whole life to live so mm-hmm. um i'd be remiss to to be in that situation and and so easily say you know yeah i think we're going to call it quits that I, I want the operation i and, and not saying that that's the easy task um that someone takes on but i'm just saying we got to be strong to the point where we can be able to say no to that and 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 walk away uh I also had one more scripture, um, um, and it speaks to the relevance of how it affects everyone else. Um, James 4, um, 17 says, uh, therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is a sin. Now, the word, this, this piece of word, it doesn't say to them who are saved, to them who are Christians, right? To them who are who are believers. Mm-hmm. No, it just says, therefore, to them who knows to do good. Everybody knows right, right from wrong. Right to those who know right from wrong. So that's that's not just the believers. You know that that's that's the key. if you have knowledge between right and wrong, and for you to know what's good and you do bad, it is a sin to you. You know, so that may become an iniquity that you you never even knew. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, I just I just I just think it's, it's we got to be cautious, you know, about that. We um, life is hard enough, mm-hmm. you know, to have sin you don't know about. Right. Like you're becoming a believer, you know. God bless you, but. You know, I, I think this is one of the subjects, one of the taboo subjects, hurt, um, where people dance around it because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But I mean, it, there's truth to there, there's a truth of the matter, and the truth of the matter is it does equate to sin. Right. You know. Um, yeah, and then yeah. in Galatians chapter one, verse fifteen, where it talks about. It is the work of God. God is the one who work, you know, who make things happen. Yeah. So, like for the people that cannot get pregnant, like it, you will get pregnant. It's just that it's on God's timing. Like as long as you, you know, submit to God, seek His face daily, and sustain that secret place. God will turn it around for your own good. Just like when, te- like what um, Divine said, that Rachel was it Rachel? Rachel who wasn't able to get pregnant, but because of her crying to God, her seeking the Lord, God turned it around for her own good. So the last scriptures that I want to share is from. Psalms 139, verse 13 through 16. It says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mouth. So wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. 
how well I know it. You watch me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was moving together in the dark of the womb. Yeah. You saw me before I was born. Yeah. Every day of my life, I was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Amen. So we have to remember that God created us even before all these things, you know, was created. So just stay in that secret place, seek God, and God will give you the wisdom for you to continue to do the right. Yeah, last but not least, I just want to jump on that with you. Uh, I was looking at that scripture too, and I was reading it. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I, I wanted to say that scripture too, but the, the, to me, the beautiful part of that scripture, as it relates to abortion mm -hmm. and everything is that, that last part where he says, um, let's see, where is it? Let's see, I mean, where that saying? It says that, um, that the, that before, before my days even started, you already had me, had my plan for my life. Like you had already planned that out kind of. Find the, the exact scripture where it says exactly all the days are written in place. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just that part of it's just that part of you know, it, 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 you're taking away something that God already planned, right. have planned for. And, and I think, I think, um, I think it was said earlier that you know, uh, God has a plan for everybody, but. And we we kill that planet, and and that's just that's that's a tragedy that we do that. And it's 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 uh, like the professor said, where we we've, we've now become judge and jury. We've now decided that this life um, that God has a plan for uh, is 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 doesn't need to be lived, right? So God's plan uh, doesn't matter ultimately. Like his what he, God has nothing planned for this, um, and that's not the case. It, it, this scripture clearly tells us that it's it's before we even before we even conceived before right. we even made before we were even quote-unquote tissue that he already had a plan mm -hmm. for our lives and so and that's why we have to be careful with it and, and i i know again to 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 restate this i want we're going to keep saying it over and over again that this is not something that's easy you don't just wake up and be like yeah i'm not gonna do it you know what i mean and there's lots of other things that people go through um, and who've made the decision and who thought about the decision, but um, we just we just want to encourage you to 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 stay in your word, like the professor said, to stay in your word. Um, and last but not least, said it also, but to stay in your word, stay close to God, and it's in through Him, uh, you know, He can help you make right. your make your decisions. Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> that of um, that entitlement to be judge and jury. Um, that we run into as humans, um, that comes from Satan. Um, that comes mm -hmm. from our humanity because um, we're nowhere near God's level and we never will be. And Satan, sometimes in our humanity, in our flesh, we try to make decisions that are not for us to make. And because, you know, we're born into this, you know, because... <laughs> granddaddy Adam and grandmama Eve you know they ate the fruit and so now we're in this situation where we have the enemy 
um, putting his two cents in on our minds and our lives and our mental. Um, I was looking up Isaiah 14, chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. Um, but I want to highlight verse uh, in verse 13. Um, he, he Satan was basically saying, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will be like the most high. And it's like he wanted so bad to be on God's on God's level and above God. And it gets so dangerous when we when we try to when we when we do stuff like that. But that is that is that is that is where that comes from. He is the accuser. He he tricks you into believing that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be in charge. And you're supposed to, and we don't know the first thing about God only tells us things that are good for us. If everyone mm. saved themselves for marriage, if we only did that one thing, if everyone saved themselves for marriage, if we just did that one thing, think about the generational cur- curses that would not have even existed. Right. Exist. Mm-hmm. If we had just did mm. that like one thing, pregnancy. God never asks us to do anything or that love. isn't yeah. beneficial for us. Period. Right. Think about the diseases you can. The diseases, the heartache, the pain, the um, quote unquote illegitimate children. I mm. found out that I'm an illegitimate child in technical terms because my mother and father were not married. <laughs> I, I do believe you should. You mispronounced blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I hate the word (laughs) illegitimate. It's so ridiculous. But Mm -hmm. that wouldn't even exist if we had just followed one little rule. Right. But guess what? If they had, we wouldn't even be living. We wouldn't even be living. Like, if like just say you said that you came from out of wedlock right I came out of wedlock a lot of people came out of wedlock so we probably wouldn't be you know here so we just gonna thank the good lord that they didn't listen but we gonna do better as our generation (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm a soldier here just want to take over real quick Um, (laughs) one thing that I that I did want to say just to clarify and make sure there's no misconception or anything taken the wrong way uh personally myself i was the one that was you know kind of tasked with coming at this from a standpoint of kind of a negative aspect of it spiritually um and bringing those things well, the only thing i can do i want, want you people all there listening to understand all i can do like i said like i said before i'm not nobody here is judge or jury all I could do is bring what the word says. You know, that's all we can do is bring what the word says because I can't judge anybody. Right. No one here can judge anybody. But, and then remember that, you know, if you're feeling, there's two separate feelings, but the enemy is condemnation. And in Christ, the Holy Spirit gives us conviction. You know, conviction and condemnation are two separate things. Uh-huh. The What the many people have said, how you saying, oh, you're, you're not good enough since you did this. You know, that's, that's condemnation. Uh-huh. You know, that's not here. We're not here to condemn anybody. We're not even here to convict anybody because the Holy Spirit is the one that convicts people. Mm -hmm. So all we can do is live our lives as an example and bring what the Word of God says. The Word of God said this. I we didn't say this. We didn't bring things to that. We just brought what the Word says, and the Holy Spirit um, is the one that can 
explain his mm-hmm. word more clearly to somebody that somebody else will be in uh, maybe not understanding of it or uh, maybe starting to form that hard shell over their mind and over their heart because of the words because of the words are starting to pierce through remember when it, that's the Bible said the word is sharp than a two-edged sword the one edge of the sword is for fighting the enemy and then the other edge of the sword is also to make sure we cut the fat off of ourselves mm-hmm. to make sure there's no make sure we still get cut you know because we still get cut too to this day i don't know a believer that doesn't get cut to the bone when you think you they got lying. going on when you they think lie. you know everything and then you you reading your bible and you was like oh lord i thought i was over that no right so yeah that's that's the main thing like because I, I know in the beginning i came from you know what the Bible says and strictly what the Bible says. And, you know, I'm, I'm a certain believer, I'm a firm believer what the Bible says, what the Bible says. Excuse me, no matter what it pertains to, but also. And also. Like everybody else has already said, it's the feelings are real. The the feeling that you have is real. The feeling that you felt, the enemy made it think, the enemy made it seem like it was real to feel that, but that was a trick of the enemy. But like people have already said, there's no condemnation in Christ. I'm not here to condemn anybody. Nobody else is here to condemn anybody. You know, if you messed up and did that, then I can't. If you would come to me and the way my words might have sounded a little pointed, but that's not me pointing the words. That's just me laying the word out, mm-hmm. you know. Your but my, for, for personally, it's like, hey, I, I've been there. I've been to all my parents, you know. I should have had a few more siblings, but my parents did some things. And, you know, I don't have the two siblings that I should have had. Mm-hmm. So I'm not from a point of judging anybody or and then all I can do is say what the word says you know and forgiveness is for everybody mm-hmm. right. I just want to jump back to um, what was said earlier uh, about you know about the illegitimate children and being illegitimate like I, I hear you I hear that my thing is still it's still the same thing it's like without the quote unquote mistake okay. or illegitimacy like we don't have you here you know what i'm saying we it, again it goes back to god's play like god is i think the funniest thing to me is that we think that god's surprised like we think that there's some sort of like we we're doing something that he was not aware of like that all, all knowing and omniscient it means that he knows everything he already knew that you were gonna be here in this spot right now and he already knows that your unborn child is going to achieve X, Y, and Z, right? Or is going to do A and B and C, right? And so we have to understand that. And that's the key part of Christianity. For those who are out there and you're not a Christian, right? That's the key part of Christianity. Our, our foundation is submission to God's will. Like our job is to leave ourselves and be submissive to him. Is to give right. up our life. Right, so that he can guide it. And if we do that, and if we if you understand that, if you understand that God's in control of your entire life and in the lives of your seed, and, and he's in control of this whole world, despite what you see, despite what you feel, he's still in control. Right. He knows what's going on. It's not shocking, it's not surprising to him that you had a baby out of that you were pregnant <laughs> out of wedlock. And that's not a shock. Like he knew that was happening, right. he knew it was gonna happen. He, he was, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not surprising to him. But he also knows that you have to go through this so that he can get you to a certain place so that your seed can get to a certain place so they can advance Amen. the kingdom. Amen. Amen. 
we in church now. <laughs> it's all for his glory. It's you it's know all you for just his glory. A flame because I've been reading in Genesis my devotional because you know it's the beginning. It's January. I'm in my devotional, reading the Bible in one year. But I, I watch it. Multiple wives. Uh-uh. Multiple wives. No, devil, you're not you, finna take this word. Hold up. We you were starting you to break. You said who was right? Bloodline. Multiple wives. Um, okay. At a wedlock. I'm gonna give you my maid servant. We're gonna have concubines. We're gonna have um we're gonna have sex with daddy, uh daddy's ex-wife. We're gonna have um sex with this 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 man's daddy. wife. We're gonna kill this man. We gon' we gon' have we gonna, it was all kinds of jacked. Uh, we gonna sell our brother into slavery, y'all. <laughs> it could go on and on and on about the ratchetness that was literally in Jesus's bloodline. Like this is all, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob stole Esau's blessing. We were supposed to be the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. That's what it really was supposed to be. But there was some family right. stuff going on. They didn't have it all together. Mm -hmm. And yet and still, we got the right. Christ right. of our salvation. Still. Tell still. Us. We still. God was like, okay, Absolutely. I see your ratchet. All right. <laughs> I'm not surprised by your ratchet. I love your dirty right. draws anyway. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna go. He said, I'm I think gonna that's go the die on this cross because it is God's Damn. will, and I got the keys. <laughs> I got the keys, and and it's it's so yeah. it's so great that that uh, we as believers that's ingrained into us, mm -hmm. and we and we have something to fall back on, something that we can rest assured, and and, and something that we know, and it I, I just it just makes me think. If I ever came across someone, because I, I, I've had friends in the, in this type of situation where they they were left with a choice, and you know, back in my younger years, I, I really didn't know what to say, you know, be, because you're you're afraid to give what you really want to say because it may or may not hurt their feelings. But I mean, I, I I'm at a point in my life it, it it's 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 I mean, got to be God's yeah. way. Right. It's got to be God's way, and it feels so good when you when you do it the Lord's way. No matter and plus, no matter how uncomfortable it is to talk about it, like we have to get it out. Gotta get it out, right? I I I really think, and and I don't want to I don't want to make sure that I'm clear here. I'm, I don't want to glorify oh, yeah, our yeah, dirt, no, no. right? I want to make it seem like dirt is good. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to glorify our dirt, um, but it it it, it like you said, it, it's important for us to know, like. Man, like nobody's perfect. We've all made these mistakes. But again, God, A, God's not surprised. And B, God knows that you need to go through that. He knows you need to be in this situation to go through raising this child, possibly by yourself, the struggles that you have to go through because one day it's going to turn and that story is going to be for your glory, right? So like it's it, 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 for his glory. It, it's so... It's so important that we that we honor and that we we understand that God is in control. Like that's I can't I can't get off of that point. 
that God is in control. It does not he matter what it looks control. like. Amen. 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 And for you unbelievers out there, if you unbelievers out there, the people who haven't believed, yes. that is the good news. Yes. That is the gospel. It does not matter what you've done, where you are, where you're going, what you got on, what you look like, what your life is like, what your family's like. You know what I mean? How many kids you do or do not have. You know what I mean? What you do or do not recreationally. Like, none of that matters. Like, none of that matters. Matter of fact, it's yeah. almost a criteria for you to be a bigger yeah. blessing. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost a criteria for you to be a bigger blessing. So God is reaching for you right now. If you feel like I, I'm, I'm this low-down, dirty, grimy person, God is reaching for you. If you feel like you can't get yes. it together, you can't get right, God right. is reaching for you. You are a prime candidate to be in the kingdom. Ooh. That's, that's, that's even, that's that's really, really good. And even true about, you know, some of the people in the Bible that we read about, like, like people brought up Paul, and how, you know, he was a a murderer and that thing people also paul was a perpetual mm -hmm. sinner because he said oh wretched man am i that i keep falling in the same sin that i'm trying to right. get out of but the lord still used him and still his word is still to this day you know paul was was a mighty man of the lord used but all this stuff all this bag of this dirt like like seven seven not glorifying the dirt but you know like, sometimes if you have dirt on you people receive you more because Oh, holier than thou right. art I, you know, people are not going right. to see you that right. way. <laughs> right. That's why I said, yo, your testimony is going to, is what's going to help other people. We are people. overcomers, by That's why, that's why I said, I was just <laughs> about to say that. Overcome by the blood of the land and by the word of yes. our testimony. Yep. And the scripture that I want to support Seven's comment with is James 4 and 5. It says, draw near to god and he will draw near to you so don't worry if you like he said if you think you gotta get your life together before you go to jesus not a thing listen not a thing no that's what the enemy wants you to think he wants you to be alone he wants to isolate you he wants you to try to carry that load all you gotta do is pick it up just a little bit and god gonna reach it and grab it up for you right so what I wanted to, I wanted to give the definition of passion. You know, a lot of people, they trying to figure out their passion in life, this, that, and the third. And passion means to suffer, bear, or endure. And that was really, like, powerful to me. Because, you know, I thought passion meant, like, something else. But um, it, passion, it, it just, huh? You want to say something? It just means like, what are you willing to suffer for? You know, so like the things that we struggle with, the things that we go through in life, we may not think that we we we, we kind of like look past that and be looking for something else. But that thing that you are going through, that just might be your passion, Amen. you know? So, Amen. Um, yep, Amen. that's what I wanted to say. And I just wanted to give the seven promises of God which are, there are many more, but I'm just gonna give you some, the seven short and sweet ones. It says, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will be your strength. I will answer you. I will provide for you. I will give you peace and I will always love you. 
So I know that many women who might be in this situation currently, they may be looking for just those things, but God already has the answers. He will already, he will be with you. He will protect you. Like everything that you're looking for can be found in God through Christ. So we just want to encourage you to take that route. Don't go the route where you got to keep bumping your head and falling down. Amen. 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 Does anyone have any other closing remarks? I just have one scripture to share. Um, Coming back to abortion. Um, Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. It says, For the life of the body (laughs) is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. That, with that being said, you know, in God's view, life is the blood. So no matter how small the baby might be, as long as that baby has heartbeat blood flow so when god us, when god looked down from heaven he's the life he sees is the blood flowing so remember that make the right choice and always seek god his wisdom amen, amen. we all have yes. purpose and who we are who are we to take that purpose from another human being whom God has created for his will and a specific and ordained purpose no matter the circumstance Mm -hmm. God is bigger and it is our responsibility as believers and us knowing better to expose Satan and all of his lies God's word equips us with everything we need to share the truth and that is what we um, have done with you today is just share the truth in God's word and um, just how and how the, the enemy tries to sneak in and lie again so we hope that you are blessed by this and we're going to have Double D close us out he made it this far we appreciate you Lord, we thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for everything that you have done for us and that you're going to do for us. Lord, please let this word be. We we can't hear y'all, but I'll go ahead and pray. I wanted to pray anyway, but I didn't want to just jump in. So... <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for this word that you have brought forth tonight, Lord. We ask that you would allow people to receive this word, Lord. Let it penetrate their hearts, Lord. Let it meet them where they are, Lord, in the dark times, Lord. Let your word be a light, Lord. Thank you for using all of us tonight, Lord, to just share what you have placed on the inside of us, Lord. We ask that people will receive it in a positive manner, Lord. If they don't understand what we're saying, Lord, how we are coming and bringing the word forth lord we ask that you will allow them to do their own research lord allow them to seek you ask you for the answers lord because thank you god thank you jesus 
for this day that you have made, Lord, and we will be glad and rejoice in it. We thank you for health and healing in our bodies, Lord. We thank you for bringing us all together here, Lord. We thank you for the word that has gone forth tonight, Lord. We ask that it penetrates their hearts, Lord. Those who may be listening, those who may be, have gone through this sensitive topic, Lord, we ask that you will heal them where they may be broken, Lord. Let them know that you forgive them, God, that you will not condemn them, Lord. But if they felt convicted tonight, Lord, that they will do something about it, God. I ask that they will seek you, God, turn from their wicked ways, Lord, and repent for their sins. Acknowledge what they have done that was wrong so that they can learn from their mistakes, Lord, and grow so that their mistake can be used to glorify your name, God. We know that everything that the devil meant for bad, that you can use it for our good, Lord. We know that you have a purpose and a plan to prosper us and give us a good future, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for a sound mind, Lord. We thank you that we will be able to make good choices, Lord. We thank you for helping us to get out of the pit, Lord. We thank you for bringing the light into our lives, Lord, when we may not know that we need that light, Lord. Whatever that light is, Lord, I ask that you would amplify it, Lord. Bring it to a point where we can understand, Lord. Help us to get clarity, Lord. Help us to be able to hear when you speak to us, God. We thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord. We thank you for all of the those who spoke here tonight, Lord. We thank you for bringing us together, Lord. We thank you that ministry will be birthed out of us, God. We thank you for all of those who may have lost children that they did not want to abort, God. We thank you for the mothers who have the strength to, to push through, Lord. We thank you for the ones who did not have the strength to push through, Lord. We thank you that they will learn from their mistakes, Lord. We thank you that they are forgiven, Lord. We thank you for you dying and sacrificing your lives for us to be saved, God. We just thank you, Lord, for all that you have done in our lives, all that you will do, and all that you are doing right now, God. We pray that the people who hear this word tonight were touched, Lord, in some form, way, or fashion, Lord. It, we ask that they will share it with their friends and their family who may be going through this, Lord. We thank you, God, that you will continue to cover them, Lord. We ask that they will be able to rest on your promises, God. God. We know that you are a way maker, God. We thank you, Lord, for your will being done in their lives, Lord. We thank you for your healing, God. We thank you that you will, you are not a man that you shall lie, God. We thank you that they will be able to lean on you, God, and trust that everything happens for a reason. Whatever that reason may be, God, we thank you that they will have faith put their faith over their fear, Lord. We thank you that the enemy's plan will not prosper against them, God. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for the feeling, that tingly feeling, Lord. We thank you for the Holy Spirit revving up on the inside of us, God. We thank you for the calling on our lives, God. We thank you that we will be able to walk fully into our purpose, God. We thank you for your strength, God. We thank you right now in Jesus' name, God. I pray that everybody under the sound of my voice will be saved, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you right now, God. I give give you honor and praise in Jesus Christ's name. I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening here today, family and friends. I appreciate you and all that you do. And I pray that you will be saved. And I pray that you will have the courage to press on, press forth to the mark, press on. Do not give up. Do not give up. This may be your time. I pray that you will walk into your purpose, walk into your light, seeing 
praise and worship songs. Do whatever it is that you have to do to get closer to God. Discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. I'm I'm working on that right now in myself. I'm working on that. So don't worry. If you're not there yet, get there. We all have to work on being better than we were yesterday. That's all that we can do. Don't let the past hinder your future. You got this. You got this. I got this. We got this together. If you need help, if you want to know the scriptures that we gave today, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com and we will get back with you in a timely manner. If not, you can find us at Edifying Queens on all social platforms. And we just want to let you know, we hope you have a great and blessed day. God bless. Thank you for being a consistent listener. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast to be notified when we post each Friday. This is your girl, Purify. Jay Nice. Divine. Last but not least. And we are Edifying Queens. Until next time, be blessed. Four ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fine queens, oh that's the key.